0: What is this out and about? Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slipping Podcast Daily NBA Show featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, friends? Welcome back to the Bet Slipping Podcast Daily NBA Show. It's a special Saturday edition. Your host, Jeff Clark's chiming in with five best bets on the Saturday, February 12th NBA slate. We have 11 games on the card tonight. Again, I have five best bets, so I thought it was imperative that I uh, do a podcast today since I like so much of the card. Maybe I'm flying a little too close to the sun, but I am red hot this month, this year. I uh, went 2-0 and yesterday, hit with the Boston Celtics, minus 5.5, beating the Denver Nuggets 108-102. Um, the lesson to be learned here is to always remember to shop for the best numbers, um, I gave it out at 5.5, and, and there was 5.5s going around for most of the day. Got up to 6 um, in the early afternoon, and then um, ended up closing at 7. So Denver actually beat the on line, but if you listen to this podcast and you got the Celtics at the best number, you would have cashed um, a Celtics minus 5.5 bet against Denver last night. And then the second best bet, what I, which I also cashed in, was the Chicago Bulls laying 3.5 Against the Minnesota Timberwolves. They won 134 to 122. Uh, It all pretty much happened in the fourth quarter. Chicago outscored Minnesota by 11 points in the fourth quarter. DeMar DeRozan was sensational, had 35 points on 14 to 22 shooting. So we hit our two best bets yesterday. Uh, We're going to keep the good momentum rolling. I'm up to 9 4 this week, uh, 17 9 this month, 51 35 this year. My five best bets for Saturday is the Sacramento Kings money line at the Washington Wizards. I'm going to take the three and a half points at the Cleveland Cavaliers and they visit the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm laying four and a half points at the Toronto Raptors as they host the Denver Nuggets, excuse me. And then I'm going to take the under Brooklyn Nets team total 105 and a half. Uh, as they visit the Miami Heat. And then I'm going with the Los Angeles Clippers getting six and a half points as they visit the Dallas Mavericks. Before I get into the handicapping of those games, let me shout out to the sponsor of this podcast, Tipico Sportsbook. They're a global sports betting leader, and they're now live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with Tipico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app for a limited time. New users from this podcast can get a special welcome bonus. Get your bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply. You must be 21 or older to game, so please see Typico's website for details. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey and 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado Please remember to gamble responsibly, y'all. All All right, so I got to speed through this. I like to do these podcasts uh, pretty fast or keep them short. And then I have five best bets on my bet slip today. It's actually probably my heaviest bet card uh, in the history of the bet slip and NBA podcast. So I'm putting my weekly nine and four record on the line here. If I lose all five, which would be pretty embarrassing, I go down to nine and nine. Um, still would be um, comfortably ahead or uh, plus five hundred above five hundred in my yearly uh, win loss betting record here for the NBA. Um, and and for you listening at home, be sh- you don't have to take or f- follow all of my bets here um these are just my suggested plays and actually the plays that I I made um and are sitting in my account so uh feel free to bet one two three four all five or or none of these games but let's talk about the first one Sacramento Kings at the Los A- uh, at the Washington Wizards excuse me Sacramento's three and four straight up of five and two against spread right over the last seven they upset the Minnesota Timberwolves 132. 119 Wednesday and Demontis um debut for the Sacramento Kings. Washington held on to beat Brooklyn 113 112, um, pushing as a one point closing line favorite. We actually lost that game in a bad beat. I gave it out at Washington minus two and a half, uh, but Sacramento beat Washington earlier this season 119 to 105 December 17th. It's a big money line that I'm taking. I'm I'm laying minus what is it right now 160 holy smokes 160 with the uh with the the Sacramento Kings hopefully I've built up enough credibility here with you guys that you're willing to do that uh, lay the minus 160 with me I'm willing to go up to minus 170 with the Sacramento Kings um and maybe I'm a little scarred by that backdoor uh bad beat that we took in the last wizards game but I just I feel very confident in the Kings outright tonight and I don't want to fuss with the points. Sacramento has the best backcourt player. Darren Fox lit up Washington in their first meeting, scored 28 points on 10 of 16 shooting. Uh, Sacramento's frontcourt has a huge edge over Washington. Sabonis actually dominates Washington. This dude has put up 32 points per game on 68% shooting with 13 rebounds and 7 assists in his last three visits to Washington. He played the Wizards while... um, while employed by the Indiana Pacers earlier this season in Indiana. He scored 30 points and 73% shooting, was 8 for 8 from the free throw line, added 10 boards, 6 assists, and 3 steals. So, so Sabonis balls up the Washington front court, which is uh, missing some pieces. They just traded for Kristaps Porzingis, but he's still not ready to play. Daniel Gafford is out um, in the health and safety protocols right now. Um, And I also... I also think uh, Rashawn Holmes, the former starting center for the uh, Sacramento Kings, who appears to have been moved to the bench with the um, with the acquisition of Sabonis. To me, he, he's one of the more underrated bigs in the league and would become one of the best backup bigs in the league if he remains on the bench. Also, Washington just moved um, their sixth man of the year, candidate Mantra's herald of the Charlotte Hornets at the trade deadline, so... Sacramento's front court just has a massive edge on Washington, and uh, both teams are bad, right? <laughs> both bottom ten and in, in net efficiency, but uh, Sacramento's better versus poor competition. They're twelve and seven straight up versus bottom ten teams. They have a plus two point nine adjusted net rating, and they have a plus 1, 1.3 1. 3 ATS differential. Washington is eight and five straight up against bottom ten teams, but they have a minus zero point three adjusted net rating, and a minus 5.5 ATS differential, which is ranked dead last in the NBA. They're also 6-15-1 against the spread versus losing teams. So again, hopefully i built up enough, enough credibility. It is uh, a pretty high number, but I'm, I'm going to lay the minus 160 with the Sacramento Kings. Next best bet, I'm going with the Cleveland Cavaliers, plus 3.5 against the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I'm also sprinkling on the money line, but for bet slip and record keeping purposes, we'll just take the three and a half with the Cavs, which is the much bigger bet that I have in my account. I only sprinkled on the money line. Uh, Both teams played last night. Cleveland beat Indiana uh, 120 to 113, barely covering as six and a half point favorites. They were down, uh, I think, a lot early in the game. Philly uh, eeked. Or got past Oklahoma City, excuse me, 100 to 87, but couldn't cover as 13 and a half point favorites. So, Philly uh, just missed the spread by a half point. Uh, Cavs just covered the spread by a half point, and this is actually their first head-to-head meeting this season. There's some reverse line movement towards Garland uh, towards Cleveland, which to me suggests Garland, Darius Garland, their starting point guard, could play tonight. Uh, he missed yesterday's game against Indiana with a sore back, so hopefully they're just resting him uh, to have him ready for Philly. But there's more money and action on Philly. However, the line has been lowered from Philly minus four um, despite neither team officially submitting an injury report. We know James Harden isn't playing for the Philadelphia 76ers, and we know they just moved Seth Curry. So Cleveland, if it gets back Darius Garland and just adding Karis LeVert, should have a pretty big advantage in the backcourt. Um, and either way, this is just a better spot for Cleveland. They're 3-1 and one straight up in games where both teams Are playing in the second of a back-to-back. They have a plus 4.1 adjusted net rating and a plus 1.2 ATS differential in those spots. Um, In that same instance, or in in, in, when both teams are playing the second of a back-to-back, Philly is one and one straight up with a minus 5.5 adjusted net rating and a minus 2.5 ATS differential. Cleveland's also get the second best cover rate as a road dog at 12-5 and one against the spread, and they have the best NBA. Uh, are the best ATS in d- differential as a road underdog at plus 8.7 ATS differential, whereas Philly's got the second-worst cover rate as a home favorite at 7-13 m- and 13 against the spread. Also, both teams are elite defensively, but Cleveland plays much better against tough defenses. They have a, a, a plus 2.3 adjusted net rating and a plus 6.3 ATS differential according to CleaningTheGlass.com. Philly's minus 6.18 adjusted net rating and a minus 4.9 ATS differential versus top 10 defenses. Cleveland also has the size and the front court to frustrate Embiid. Uh, Cleveland attempts more field goals at the rim. They have a higher field goal percentage at the rim and are plus points, our paint points per game um, on average, whereas Philly has a minus paint points per game uh, differential. So let's go with the Cleveland Cavaliers plus three and a half. Whoa! I need to take a sip of water. Whew, just fire in here. Uh, next game, I'm going with the ten, the Toronto Raptors laying four and a half as they host the Denver Nuggets. Denver lost to Boston last night, one hundred eight to one hundred two. Covered the closing line of seven points. We got Boston minus five and a half. Got a little lucky there. Uh Denver is three and four straight up but five and two in their last seven. And they're playing a red hot Toronto team that's one straight, eight straight, and have covered the last eight. Over that span, they're fourth in net rating and seventh in effective field goal shooting. This will be this their first head to head Denver and Toronto this season, but it's just it's um it's a much better spot for Toronto. Um Denver's nine and ten when playing with a rest disadvantage. Again, they played last night. Um Toronto played I think last Thursday. Or played Thursday was their their most recent game. Um, they're nine and five. Toronto is when playing with a rest advantage against the spread. They're ten and three against the spread at home versus winning teams. Um, but where I really like Toronto in this spot is they just have a massive edge in ball security, especially with point guard. Uh, Denver Nuggets point guard Monty Morris sidelined with a concussion. Uh, Denver is 20th in adjusted offensive turnover rate, and that percentage actually goes up by 1.9% when Morris is off the floor. Last night, he missed against Boston, Morris did, and Denver committed 21 turnovers, which is seven more than their league average heading into last night's game. This is playing a Toronto team that's got the best defensive turnover rate in the NBA, and it's tied for third in points off of turnovers per game. So Toronto likes to apply mad ball pressure, um, and they turn that ball pressure into easy buckets, and this is a weakness for Denver. So strength on edge weakness, better spot for Toronto. Let's lay the 4.5 with the Raptors. Next best bet um, is in the Brooklyn Nets at Miami Heat game. I'm going under Nets. 105 and a half team total. Uh, Brooklyn lost its tenth straight Thursday to Washington. Um, They're 1-7-1 against the spread in those 10 games. Miami won its fourth straight and covered its fourth straight by beating New Orleans 112-97 on the road Thursday. That's a game that we cashed on. And Miami housed Brooklyn earlier this season 106 to 93. Uh, on October 27th, this is when they had both KD and James Harden in the lineup, actually, and only scored 93 points. But Brooklyn's still missing pieces from the Harden trade, and, and Miami's elite defensively. Um, uh, Brooklyn won't is most likely not going to have either Andre Drummond or Seth Curry in this game. They s- still won't have Ben Simmons, despite acquiring all these guys at the trade deadline for James Harden. Um, And Brooklyn's 24th in adjusted offensive rating over the past two weeks, according to cleaningtheglass.com. And they've went under their team total in four of the last five games. This is playing a Miami team that's second in adjusted defensive rating in the last two weeks. And um, they've allowed just 94 points per game over its last three, which is second in the NBA. And again, they held Brooklyn to just 93 points in their first head-to-head this meeting uh, meeting this season um, all Brooklyn really has right now is Kyrie who's a, a pretty inefficient scorer when he's on his own and doesn't I think do enough to create offense for others and be a, the floor general that I would I would prefer he be so let's go under Nets 105 and a half and my final best bet which will be a lot less uh, wordy. I'm taking the Los Angeles Clippers plus six and a half at Dallas Mavericks. Um, both of these teams played um, each other in their last games. Um, the, 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 the Dallas Mavericks beat the Los Angeles Clippers 112 to 105 Thursday. They were six and a half point favorites. So they covered by a half point and Luca just went absolutely insane. He scored 51 points on 65% shooting and the Mavericks 112, 105 went over the Clippers. But the reason why I'm back in the Clippers here is just, in my opinion, Ty Lue is too good of a coach. Um, to lose two straight to the same team in consecutive games. These two split a back-to-back in L.A. earlier this season, um, and they split the four quarters on Thursday. Also, Dallas is just too Luka-centered to, I think, cover a touchdown two straight games against the Clippers. Clippers added Norman Powell and Robert Covington at the trade deadline, so they got a little deeper. Uh, They're a little healthier than they have been the whole year, still missing Paul George and, and, and Kawhi Leonard, of course. But again, I like Ty Lue over Dallas head coach Jason Kidd, and I think they'll keep it within six and a half. All right, so quick recap on my five best bets for the Saturday, February 12th. NBA slate. I'm going with the Sacramento Kings laying minus 160. Holy smokes against the Washington Wizards. I hate the Sacramento Kings. Um, I had them blacklisted for a while, but I found an edge in this game. If they lose this game, I won't bet them again for the rest of the season. Second best bet, I'm taking the Cleveland Cavaliers plus three and a half at the Philadelphia 76ers. Sprinkle on the money line. I'm going to lay the four and a half with the Raptors. Uh, hosting the Denver Nuggets for my third best bet. Fourth, I'm taking the under Nets 105.5 team total. And then fifth, I'll take the Clippers plus 6.5 and And the second of a back-to-back in Dallas against the Mavericks. Best of luck to you, whether you fade or follow me. Hopefully you guys have a profitable Super Bowl. Happy Super Bowl weekend. Um, And hopefully you win some money betting the NBA until Monday. Out Peace. About. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's Daily NBA Show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.